Hello everyone and welcome to the 26th episode of Encrypted. Encrypted is a weekly podcast that is dedicated to guiding you through the blockchain and crypto universe. My name is Ahmed al Balaghi and I'm coming to you live from Area 2071 in the United Arab Emirates. And today with me joining me as always is my co-host Faisal Al-Hawi. Say hello. Hi guys, really looking forward for today's episode. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome one because we have the CEO of the Emirates Real Estate Solutions, Khalif El Suedi. Say hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing, Khalif? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. Pleasure. And could you introduce yourself for those who don't know you? Okay, my name is Khalifa Suedi. I joined Land Department in 1997 in the IT department uh, and I have been working very closely with real estate and providing solution to the real estate uh, community. I, uh, uh, my current position is the um, CEO of Emirates Real Estate Solution. It's a subsidiary that is in charge of automating and commercializing real estate solution in the region. We work very closely with the land department. I am a land department employee, however, uh, I have been focused uh, recently to try to commercialize and productize real estate solution uh, for Dubai and the neighboring country. Great. And could you briefly introduce sort of the, the difference? You, you mentioned the land department. So could you briefly mention what the land department is and the eras, what the difference is between? Well, uh, land department is one of the uh, government entities inside the uh, government of Dubai. Land department is in charge of uh, registering property transaction as well as registering uh, mortgages. Uh, we do also regulate the real estate market, regulate uh, in terms of licensing developer, projects inside Dubai, uh, management companies, owner associations, anything related to real estate uh, is being regulated and registered through the land department. And Eris is like the technology arm of the yes, land department. Yes, so. uh, Real Estate Solution Eris is uh, is a subsidiary uh, of a partnership that happened between Emiratic um, technology company uh, that is owned by the ICD uh, inside Dubai. We have created a joint venture with the land department to create this company that is dedicated to real estate. Does that mean that the land department, um, I won't say outsource, but all the technology and IT-related um, tasks are under ARIS? Yes, that's correct. Uh, everything we do inside the land department, uh, uh, I mean inside Emirates Real Estate Solution, is primarily uh, for uh, the land department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the mainline question, or yeah. <laughs> the, the main event question. When did you guys start looking at blockchain? How did it start? I mean, history-wise. If I'm going to answer personally, I've been reading about Bitcoin since 2012, 2013, but that was something personal to me. When you sold, like, did you believe, do you think this was like something that was really awesome? Or? Well, you know, it was a new technology. been hearing about cryptocurrencies and and. Uh, we didn't actually understand all the details about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just remember that I always think of it as some kind of BitTorrent where it is distributed. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, other than that, uh, we were not, you know, putting it in our main objectives. However, when government of Dubai in, in the end, I think of 2016, uh, issued the blockchain strategy, then things started to become serious for us. Smart Dubai office uh, um, was working very closely with us, trying to um, 
awareness of blockchain technology and the strategy itself. And uh, myself, I have participated in some of the benchmarks uh, and visits um, um, in Estonia and Sweden, where we went to companies and government sector to see what kind of blockchain implementation they're doing and what is exactly blockchain and how can it serve um, government sector. So that was my my uh, starting point where I I started to to get in details and learn more about blockchain technology. And how did it go from there? I mean, like you said, the Byland department is responsible for coming up and benchmarking and all of that, and then handing it over to you so that you can do the the digital part of it. So how did you guys go about you know creating the business value behind the, the technology itself? I mean. Um, I'm sure you started with a couple of POCs and all, but then how did you link whatever the technology can do to an actual business value, whether for ARIS as a commercial product or DLD? Okay. Well, um, let me explain uh, a bit about real estate uh, sector inside Dubai or inside any region in the world. Yeah, I think that that would help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in land department, we have several agencies dealing with multiple type of customers. So real estate, we deal with buyers and sellers who would like to acquire a property and buy it. We deal with investors who would like to buy portfolio of, of properties and, you know, try to uh, do business out of it, like lease it. And we deal with developers who build uh, projects inside Dubai. We deal with management company who manage leases. Uh, and we deal with brokers and uh, brokerage office where they, you know, try to, to, to find the, the best choice for customers. We deal with banks to do mortgage and demortgage. So, you see, we've got different type of clients and we deal with different type of people. And in order to provide the right solution for them, we need to tailor their expectations. We need to understand what they want. A customer comes to Dubai to acquire a property we need to understand what does he want, where does he want his property, and uh, why the process could take certain amount of time, not mm-hmm. longer or shorter. There are so many things that we grasp from know-hows and and uh, and knowledge from from you know other partners and from land department employees. Mm-hmm. So, before I start with 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 blockchain and how we we designed what we designed uh, right now inside the land department, um, those services that we provide um, actually consist of um, a bigger journey or service being provided to those clients. So, for example, if someone wants to buy a property inside Dubai, he would like to move in the property or he would like to open a business or he would like to lease it. So there is a longer journey. And in order to utilize this property, they would like to have utility services, telecommunications, or maybe pay for uh, uh, service charges or any facility management. Mm -hmm. So you see, there are many services across the government of Dubai and with private partners as well, which require more details about real estate. They want to understand uh, what type of property do you have, where it is located, so that they can provide the right services. And this is where we started to think about blockchain, how we can create a platform that can serve this community, partners and individual, by trying to provide one-stop shop for all those services. So we thought, 
What does, for example, property developer want? They want to access the property. They want to be able to sell off plan. And then what lease management companies want? They want to create the lease contracts directly and get it registered. And uh, people who want to move in, they want utility services. Banks want to access the property and allow themselves to mortgage and demortgage on behalf of the client. Mm -hmm. You see, the client need to go to the bank to get an approval for a mortgage before registering this mortgage. Mm -hmm. So yes. it is a two-step yeah. process. Whereas if I provide a technology or a platform where the bank can access those information of this ownership and this property, then we can allow them to mortgage and demortgage so the client goes to one location instead of going to two locations. And then, of course, take it further, make it smarter. Maybe the customer does not even need to, to, to go to the bank. Maybe they can do it through their mobile channels or mobile application. So this is the way we think. So it's really looking at the user journey side of things. Exactly. Yeah. Smart wow. Dubai are very experienced in creating those journeys and they've been very helpful with us. Uh, but this is how we thought of blockchain at the beginning, honestly. The perspective is how to create a blockchain node network that can serve the real estate community. What do I have inside land department? I have the ownership of those properties and details of those properties. So yes. who won those data? If a telecommunication provider would like to grant you or provide internet access to you, they need to know, are you the owner of this property? Does this building have the infrastructure needed for the type of service that you would like to have? So what happens before a customer have to apply to those telecommunication provider and they have to, for example, provide a lease contract or provide a site plan so that telecommunication company can understand the location and to try to provide the best services. Mm -hmm. So with the blockchain, we thought, why not have this inside the blockchain and allow telecommunication provider to access the blockchain network and to get whatever information they need. In fact, they can write back the account and details of the service they had provided to their customer so that in case this lease contract gets expired and does not get renewed, at least they get the notification that the lease contract is not renewed. Okay. So you see the point, we try to, to provide a network of services and data through blockchain technology where we allow partners to read or maybe read or write or maybe access through mobile application and to find the right information that they can serve their customer in a better way. So maybe this is like the very core purpose of like all these entities or all these stakeholders. I'm sure they don't have any trust mechanism between them. It might be there for government entities, between government entities. But then how, how does, for example, Imar as a developer have trust in a government entity or the other way around? How could you, for example, trust another developer like Damak or whatever? And then how does the mark trusts the information of AMR, which is a competitor and so on. So having that blockchain network is freeing you from having that trust to build that service or that journey on a trustless network, basically. That's, that's exactly the idea that we're aiming to, to achieve. Um, when we look at uh, the blockchain network, those partners will be able to provide better service for customers. I don't want, for example, customers to to 
buy a property, come to land department or to their registration office to conduct the property transfer and then go to utility provider to access water and electricity and then go back again to telecommunication or maybe go to economic department to open a trade license. A lot of automation. Yeah. Yes. Automation. Why do they go to four or five places to get one service? These, yes. This customer came to get, you know, to move to Dubai or to invest inside Dubai or to do certain things. And we'd like to group those services together and to provide a better journey. That's exactly the idea. And how many stakeholders are currently in the in this network? Oh well, let me let me give you a, a brief about blockchain now. So I didn't. Okay, start yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't start. We'll okay, get to okay, the details so later. It's only introduction. Yeah. So in 2017, we thought first let's start with the ownership repository, mm-hmm. Mig- migrating all ownership and property details to a blockchain mm-hmm. network. Let's start with our node. And because the technology is new, lots of partners didn't know how to help us with planning. Uh, we didn't understand at the beginning what we wanted. However, we came and we sat with land department employee and we started to brainstorm and we came with the resolution of creating the repository of all ownership and property inside the blockchain network. And then we expand further. So, for example, we put in our mind how we can achieve smart contracts for sales and mortgage. Mm-hmm. So we need first to have those repository available inside a platform. So we, we call our platform, by the way, Dubai Real Estate Blockchain, DRB. And you can yeah. access it in drb.gov.ae. It has all the details about, about what we have achieved so far. So this, is, this was the first step. We migrated all title deeds inside our legacy application and convert them to blockchain uh, data in our blockchain node. We're talking about more than 500,000 title deeds. Now, all transactions that happen inside Dubai, they get written inside our blockchain network. And it's all encrypted, it's all um, hashed with the right information needed to be written inside our solution. And then we looked at uh, how we can work with our partners. So for example, if I wanna work with a partner who would like to access information, we have identified around 70 entities inside Dubai and UAE that are accessing our legacy applications. So we wanted to shift them from our legacy access to a blockchain by providing a note for them. So our first step was to focus on those inside government sector rather than providing it to a private sector. So for example, uh, today we're talking about DIWA having a node with us, testing node. We're talking about Dubai municipality having a testing node with us. We're, we're talking about um, some of the property management companies that have already testing nodes with us. and. Uh, Uh, From that, uh, the people who are still accessing our legacy application, having legacy access um, could harm us by duplicating information inside our system or by, for example, having multiple systems. So before launching our blockchain uh, platform, we have created APIs in our legacy application. The API verify the property in the blockchain um, 
maybe as a land department, uh, you know, we had very ambitious plan. We wanted to launch blockchain as quickly as possible. We want to utilize the type of technology for the real estate sector. And in order to do that, you cannot convert all your legacy application directly to a blockchain network because as I mentioned earlier, we're working with more than 70 entities inside government of Dubai. Mm -hmm. Not everyone is ready to, to come abroad. You see the point? So, for example, if there is a certain department that would like to join blockchain, they need to have the budget, do the proper planning, enhance their uh, applications in order to integrate to our blockchain. Mm -hmm. That will take time. I cannot keep waiting you know, for other people to, to join yeah. my journey. I'd like to have my journey ready for them. They can come abroad whenever they're ready. And that's why we created those APIs. The legacy application, verify the property before conducting the transfer or the service. Mm -hmm. And then once this service is being uh, completed inside any legacy application that are being accessed, they write back again to the blockchain the updated information of uh, such transaction mm -hmm. or such services. So this is the mechanism we started with. And therefore, we started uh, to ask people to, to get enrolled with the nodes. Mm -hmm. For now, we have maybe around seven or eight active nodes inside the uh, uh, government of Dubai, as well as some of the private sector. Um, so that was the first step. We designed the blockchain network for the title uh, for the title deed and we have migrated all the data inside we write around 200 title deed on the blockchain on daily basis we have more than 500,000 record we have more than 2 million smart contracts that are uh, aligning the ownership with the owners and the property inside mm -hmm. one single system mm -hmm. we have the lease contract the ijari contract inside the blockchain we have, by the way, even the court ruling, the rental dispute center court rulings inside the blockchain as well as a documented, uh, as a, as a um, type of document that is authentic and available inside the, the platform. So all of these are um, live platforms that currently are in production and the land department are using it. The question is, what kind of tangible business value did you get? Just maybe to clarify, these have been live for how long? Like no, two, we started years? this platform on October 2017. Okay. It is live since. Mm -hmm. And when we created the, 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 the platform, we started laying down the rest of the plan. Mm -hmm. What's the rest of the plan? So first, what do customers want? They want to transfer properties on blockchain. So, by, so we started working with what we call a smart contract module, allowing people to sell and buy on blockchain. This platform went live partially by the beginning of, the, of this year. Like a marketplace? Uh, no, we're not talking about listing yet. Oh, I'm going okay. to okay. come back to listing. Mm. What we did, there are two major developers inside Dubai who have nodes right now. They're in soft launch they can conduct property transfer directly on the network using smart contract. And one of them is AMR. Mm. So AMR mm. now can conduct property transfers 
on blockchain. We were supposed to do a press release. Now you made me say that. <laughs> <laughs> so they are uh, okay, live so in our... Okay, so that's exclusive to encrypted. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so um, there is another developer as well. He's on soft uh, launch as well. And both developer now, they can conduct properties transfer for off-plan transactions from their sites directly mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, allowing customer to digitally sign the contract and do the property transfer. So the, the, so your journeys, the one that you explained, are being now more and more materialized. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So this is the, the, the smart sale contract. Okay. And the other step was the rental you know, lease management. Mm-hmm. You know, we register more than 500,000 EJRI contract per year. So it's a big number. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of asset management company who manages property and would like to have also the same type of service inside the blockchain. Mm-hmm. So we have created um, a proof of concept by 2017 between the land department, Wassel Asset uh, Management, Emirates, MBD, uh, and uh, and Smart Dubai, of course, uh, uh, helping us with the scenario where Wassel Asset Management can lease or renew lease contract on blockchain. Mm-hmm. And we utilize a concept that is in production right now called Smart Check by Emirates and BD. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, a customer can pay those PDC check directly to the uh, management company and by having also the utility services from DUA and telecommunication in one platform based on blockchain. So this is the second module that that um, the final release will go live, if I am not mistaken, by the end of March this year. Okay. Is this just part of Dubai now by any chance? Dubai now has another story. Okay. Uh, Maybe we I'd can like talk about to, that later. To it, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So this is the second module. So the first module was to create the smart sale contract, and mm-hmm. the second module was to create the, or register the lease contract on blockchain. Mm-hmm. The third module that we're working in right now, which didn't go live yet, is the mortgage, where I allow mm-hmm. banks to mortgage and demortgage by allowing them to have a note, so okay. they can mortgage and demortgage directly. And this one is actually um, being uh, uh, developed right now. We have, uh, by the way, released so many technical documentation for those partners because all those development have been developed in-house, uh, except for the rental case. The rental case is being uh, managed by Smart Dubai, uh, and I would like to thank them for the uh, great help that they, they have provided us with. But the rest of development, Dubai Real Estate Blockchain, is being developed by our team inside Land Department and Emirates Real Estate Solution. So banks have been accessed with these technical documentation and we have offered to help them to create the note as a, you know, a starting point where they can enhance and integrate their legacy application directly to the note that they have so mm-hmm. that our notes can communicate with each other in the future to provide those mortgage applications. So this is the third module. The fourth module was a listing service. Okay. You mentioned about listing service. So we have simsari.ae. It's live, by the way. We have more nice. than 6,000 listings. Those listings are based on blockchain. It's in the, in the same platform. They are being verified every time you add something to the listing and once a lease contract 
or a sale contract happen to that certain property, it will be delisted. Mm-hmm. Not any mm-hmm. other, not like any other listing sites available in because the region. They already have all the data. Exactly. So if a property get transferred or, a, or let's say a property get leased, it will be immediately delisted from the platform. Mm-hmm. And that's why it is verified. It's clean data. The data of the property itself is being populated from blockchain. This apartment has three bedroom. Means mm-hmm. it have three bedroom. Okay. There is okay. no chance of having it as a four bedroom apartment because this is what we have in our technical system mm-hmm. and this is what we have inside our blockchain platform. Very nice. And uh, therefore, uh, you know, we want to also work with facility companies and facility management such as furnishing company. Why not provide those? property details to furnishing companies and uh, allow them to access to the spatial area and um, and the sizes so that they can see whether the furniture can fit or not. In fact, we have signed an MOU with IKEA Dubai oh, to, nice. to, to see how we can, you know, build such a platform. We are still in early stages, but this is the target. The target is to have a blockchain platform that can serve the real estate community inside Dubai. Okay, I, I have many questions. <laughs> That's why I've been sort of typing away. Yeah, um, same for me. <laughs> so first of all, I just want to address the, the blockchain platform that you're talking about. So in the, in the beginning, um, you've mentioned that um, sort of you're inviting all these different stakeholders and parties to join the blockchain platform. Um, and these would typically comprise of, uh, you know, government entities and sort of the public sector in general. So my question is, you dealing with all these government entities, which I'm assuming well, that each one has a mandate to deploy blockchain. Do the others have their own blockchain platform? Are they also inviting you to their blockchain platform? So, Because you're, you're sort of creating one solely for the real estate industry here in the UAE. My first question is, are the other government departments creating their own blockchain platforms? And if so, the second question is, how are these sort of different platforms communicating with each other? Well, that's a tough question. Of course, you know, everyone wants to do their own blockchain. Mm. Um, there are, you know, government departments that work very closely with real estate. Mm-hmm. So we try to align them with us in one single platform. Smart Dubai is trying to help us by creating their platform where we can host our services directly there. And that's a great effort for us. Mm-hmm. Um, if I am not mistaken, um, economic department have another challenge in creating blockchain, they want to create a blockchain for trade the trade license authorities inside the, inside the UAE. So you see, I deal with land department deals with property developers and communities across Dubai, uh, where sometimes they are regulated by different type of entities. Mm-hmm. And that's where we come. Economic department have the same issue as well when they create yeah. trade licenses. They have to deal with free zones and multiple authorities. And that's why they want to create their own blockchain to serve that purpose. But that does not mean our blockchain can cannot integrate. Of course, we, we, we can integrate the, you know, from, from our studies and from our uh, know-hows. Those integration can 
easily be done, even if the platform or the technology is different. For for example, we started with consensus as a platform. However, we're working right now with Hyperledger. Mm. So we have moved to Hyperledger because some of the information that are being provided by certain partners, maybe banks or developer, they don't want them to be accessed by other competitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you see the point? We They are not yet mature in what decentralized ledger means. Okay. So, uh, so the shift the from Ethereum's so Ethereum and consensus to Hyperledger exactly. has been big. Okay. Exactly. So now our production uh, version is by Hyperledger. Hyperledger can provide permissionings between those nodes, and in fact, we have uh, did a study where we saw all partner what kind of access they need in the blockchain and what kind of access we can provide if they need to write something back to 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 the node itself mm-hmm. so at yeah. least you know it's a, a long journey it's uh, very exciting uh, but at least they can start with the node that they can read their information instead of integrating into my legacy application like before you know they having a node in their side do whatever you want read whatever you want um, access those information and then tell me i want to write this information for you because i know this mm. information is valuable for you mm-hmm. so then we grant them the access okay uh, no that's that's really interesting and um, th- this r- brings me on to to my next question which is all about this hype of security tokens and a branch of that is r- real estate right and the tokenization of real estate and we've seen many examples of people trying to do this um and sort of like globally and especially in dubai and i don't think with much success um but from why I'm here not yet anyways um but what from hearing from you at least now is that it feels like you guys are building the infrastructure for uh, for real estate to be firstly digitized and then it can be in a way sort of tokenized later on once the foundations are built um so for for me what I'd sort of like to know more about it it seems like you guys already tokenized aspects of real estate here um but all it is is it's just represented in a different way you can say that you know when we look at the perspective of tokenizing properties it is bigger than technology itself yeah exactly okay so many ideas inside the land department of how we can utilize such new technology you know in tokenizing uh, real estate inside dubai however you know those decisions are really difficult and uh, you have to think what's the exact added value for the for the community the real estate community mm-hmm. you know are you tokenizing like doing greets for example where people can buy shares and sell shares are those shares are going to be like profitable to those tokens owners uh, is there any dividend by the end of the year mm-hmm. or is it just a currency uh, where people buy and sell so there are so many ideas in fact you know one of the ideas that we've been working with we wanted to tokenize not on the purpose of tokenizing but to make sure that the investor have ready cash to buy property inside dubai immediately mm-hmm. you see property transfer inside dubai get conducted in 30 minutes we are the seventh in the world in the report of doing business in 2018 by by the world bank in term of property registration in the world but when it comes for people trying to buy property abroad what happens 
they need to send the money to the seller. So how to send the money to the seller if your current banking network will take three or four days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the seller and buyer are inside Dubai, then it will take 30 minutes. That's it. So that's why we conduct so many transfers per day. That's why the smart contract uh, module that I was talking uh, about at the beginning is based on one of our latest mobile application called Dubai Rest. It's a Dubai real estate self-transaction. Mm-hmm. It's one of 10x initiative to allow seller and buyer to buy properties online. So one of the idea was, why not create some kind of tokenized system or a wallet system where where investors who would like to buy a property can have those money ready anytime or if they sell something goes back to uh, those currencies and be kept there for any future deal. So these are lots of, you know, there are lots of ideas inside land department. However, we didn't do any of them yet. Okay, so for those listening and wanting to tokenize real estate, you still have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is like a, um, I mean, I believe that this trend is kind of global because, Yeah. and you put it best, Khalifa, when you said in a, it's much more than technology itself, you know, because there has to be a lot of um, cultural shift as well as legal uh, transformation in the, because land uh, land transfer and ownership is very much, I mean, in in established country, it's very much you know controlled and being regulated, and the process is really diligent. So to change something in with such a disruptive kind yeah. of approach, I'm sure it's going to take a bit more time. For the sake of technology advancement, I wish as soon yeah. as possible. <laughs> But uh, that that would be a great that would be a great uh, kind of application to apply tokenization into real Absolutely, state. yeah. But it just needs sort of the regulatory piece first before, you know, yes. we, we see the... But I, I guess, I mean, the, the fact that there's a listing service at least mm. just goes through that that road is already paved and more and more could happen. Which brings me to a question that I had now. Uh, you said that you have a smart contract module where like you're kind of controlling the transaction between different stakeholders. Were there any challenges when it comes to how this is represented in the legal space? What, what does the legal uh, system entitles today as a transfer of ownership of title deed, or for example? Does it require like a wet signature? Does it have to be a paper and so on? And, and what happened when you transferred all of that to a smart contract? Yeah, so does a, a lawyer actually, like, do they basically look at the digital signature and say yes? Yes, yeah, something especially that, on yeah. like this transaction occurred actually technically occurred, yeah. or as, uh, electronically over a smart contract. Let me explain it in a different way. If there is a dispute in any property transfer or any contract available anywhere, what happens, you know, when they go to the court? Mm-hmm. Usually the judge would ask, is that your signature? He could say yes or no. Okay. If he says no, then have to be taken to a place where they can verify this is a yes correct no. signature or not. Yes. And Dubai police are the people who are doing that for those manual signatures right now. When it comes to UAE Pass, UAE Pass will, will be able to yeah. provide whether this signature is correct or not. Mm-hmm. Because we have the rental dispute center inside the the land department, I have been working very closely with judges and I have been asking them a question. Is it necessary a wet signature? 
Mm-hmm. He said, no, we just need to know whether he really signed it or not. Mm. If someone says he didn't, how to know that? So the idea itself is not about having the signature on a paper. The idea itself, whether did he sign it or not? Mm. If I can prove or provide necessary information to that judge, whether it has been signed or not, yes or no, then the judge will rule. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. The laws and regulation inside Dubai are very strong and flexible. You know, it has been tailored in a way where those smart contracts can be achieved. However, Smart Dubai Office is working very closely with the legal entities inside government of Dubai and in the federal level of United Arab Emirates to, to make sure that there are no holes in our legal framework that stops such futuristic transaction. So yeah, okay. in our uh, Dubai Rest smart contract uh, application, a seller and buyer can meet in a platform where, you know, a seller release the property, a buyer release the money, and the blockchain technology itself will exchange the money with the property and mm. provide a new title deed to the, to the buyer using UAE Pass, of course. So it's basically the, the different solutions provided by these different government departments and the exchange of sort of that information would allow for easier transfer and seamless um, sort of processes for the end customer. But you didn't ask me a question if those seller and buyer are buying through blockchain, how they're going to get paid. You know, you didn't ask me where the money is coming from. I, I wanted okay. to ask. I, I had that question um, okay, so in my mind. We have a, just a legacy wallet system called Nukudi. It's a wallet oh, system okay, where okay. people, you know, can transfer money. It has direct debit with certain banks and it has top up through exchanges around the world and it has credit card payment gateway. Okay. So we at least, you know, this is something that can help us in, you know, uh, going further there. We have a plan, you know, to, to see how we can advance with such technology. So speaking about sort of the future and being a bit futuristic, um, I actually just wanted, and since we're also sitting in Area 2071, which is a future platform project, I, I, I want to know your thoughts. So there are, in, in the crypto world, um, there are currently projects that are trying to create virtual real estate. Right, so it's like on this blockchain platform, you can now go and actually buy land that exists on a particular type of blockchain. Um, I don't know if it's the first time you've heard of it or you've come across it before. What do you think of it? Do you think, because you've been working in this space for a long time, do you think something like that could exist? Like there could be an actual virtual real estate market? Well, you know, when we talk about Real estate, you know, real estate are something physical. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we are, you know, in an office, we are in a place or a house or anywhere. If those virtual places represent something physical, then that would be a great idea. Mm. But, you know, it's not about creating a marketplace where people sell and buy those assets. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the real estate itself, you know, can be potential business for so many people in so many ideas. This virtual real estate could be something futuristic and important maybe in the future. It could be something, you know, where other businesses can, you know, rely on. I always give an example of, you know, the iPhone itself and the App Store. You know, the App Store developers, you know, they are making a lot of money because the phone is being utilized by so many people. 
uh, if the iPhone wasn't there, then those you know communities and application you know that have been developed inside you know this workspace wouldn't exist. That's exactly the, my 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 comment in, in you know virtual real estate. Mm -hmm. If maybe there are great ideas that can benefit the community and the business and the people, and why not? Okay. Awesome. Do you have any other? There is, you know, one of the 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 the, the point I'd like to to mention. You know, challenges. Mm -hmm. Challenges in in implementing blockchain um, could vary from a region to another, or a place to another, or from, for example, a sector to another. Mm -hmm. So you know, many of the companies that are, let's say, professional in blockchain, they don't have you know, so many years of knowledge mm -hmm. to be, you know, yeah. professional. So this is one of the issues that we have been facing. Even when they say an expert in blockchain, he could have like one or two years of knowledge. He could be an expert, but you know, the technology is evolving. It's mm -hmm. new technology. Every time we hear something new about it. And, that's um, and that's a great thing, but it's a challenging thing as well. Uh, also, it's not about converting legacy application to blockchain. It's about re-engineering the processes yes to be better yes in such workspace that's if i'm implementing yeah if i am implementing implementing blockchain i don't want my existing system to be again on blockchain i want yes. to try to provide a better journey a better service to my customer i would like to to make them happy i would like to you know complement my services yeah. with with better services before services, after services, you know, so that I can, you know, make it attractive for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, lastly, you know, the partner that you're going to work with, they have also to be mature yeah. and have the knowledge to come abroad. Yeah, I think that's a very key point. I mean, re-engineering the processes and and trying, uh, I mean, trying to fit blockchain into the current process just as it is might not be the best case because there's a lot of things to be changed. And I think maybe... That's one of the reasons, like, adoption is not, you know, did not reach the exponential level yet. Yeah. Because not a lot of people are maybe courageous enough to take that step into revamping the entire business process because this has been working, so why would I change it? Yeah. That's kind of the approach. But unless you take the real disruptive 10x kind of approach, then yeah. you're not going to realize the, the benefits. Of yeah, so for my opinion. A book I'm reading now, which is about all about Jack Ma, the CEO of Alibaba. Mm -hmm. He said that after he experienced the internet for the first time in the US and he went back to China, um, he, people thought he was scam artist because he was talking about the internet and people oh, yeah. were <laughs> thinking, you know, who the hell, you know, what was he talking about? What, what is this internet, internet thing, and yeah. what is he trying yeah. to sell us? And so I guess it definitely requires, of course, a couple of years and sort of a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. If anybody wanted to contact you, you know, know more about you guys, know what, you, what you're doing, and maybe, you know, what, want to work with you or do something, how can they get in contact? Well, they're most welcome. They can visit our website, uh, www.eres.ae, or they can access the blockchain website, www.drb.gov.ae. We try to put most of the information that has uh, related to blockchain inside drb.gov.ae so they can know to understand what kind of platform we're building and if they have any ideas that can benefit the real estate community private sector or or any other ideas they're most welcome we have designed a roadmap for our blockchain we would like to achieve this uh, plan by the end of 
2020 with all modules that we had in our mind. So we are prioritizing um, um, some of the integration. We see, for example, there are something crucial that has to be done as quickly as possible, but maybe you know a partner with a great idea can come to us and ask them to you know get in touch later and later on, like after six months or one year, because we would like to to finalize those important modules that we've been working uh, with. So, to uh, final question, what would be sort of the the number one thing that you'd like the most sort of help with? So, what what's sort of the f- priority? Also, number one goal they have for the next year, for 2019. Well, you know, I guess you know, security and uh, it's something very challenging for us. Uh, even though you have been developing yourself, uh, it would be important to 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 get uh, you know more advice or more knowledge or or services through that. And uh, second of all, innovative ideas. So, um, for example, a client uh, who came to me and he told me, listen, I'm providing automated locks for doors. If you're leasing a property through one journey, why at the end handing a key to the client? Why not, you know, provide a pin code to open the door? (laughs) So these kind of ideas are welcome. We're scanning the QR code or something. Exactly. You know, I'm not going to, like, provide those doors with technology, let him go, deal with the partners inside Dubai, provide those automated locks, and then integrate with me. These kind of ideas are most welcome. All right, so if you're a startup, um, we just gave you many different (laughs) ideas, so go out and execute. (laughs) Just go and request a seat. (laughs) Yeah. Great stuff. Um, So thank you very much, Khalifa, for coming on. And uh, for those of you who are listening to this episode and um, who still haven't subscribed, please go and subscribe on the Apple podcast app. And don't forget to review and comment um, this episode. Those reviews help the show a lot. And yeah, you could again find us on all different podcast platforms as well. So yeah, um, Khalifa, again, thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Most welcome. Most welcome. Thank you. It was really great having you. See you guys.